down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. is over. Anthony, it's very nice of you to take time off of protesting <laughs> to show up and do this show. I know you're out there dragging people out of their cars for voting for Trump. You're paranoid, <laughs> basically, Anthony. You can't yeah. hear it, but the song I'm playing behind me and you is paranoid by Black Sabbath. The whole world seems paranoid, my friend. Oh, yes. Uh, we're definitely going to get into some uh, political talk and this uh, election insanity. But uh, first up, business as usual, primary colors, which is yeah. why everybody tuned in. Yeah, Clearly. yeah, definitely. We figured with the uh, with the election going on, it'd be easy to uh, knock out a movie like this. Um, primary colors. Uh, let's see, starring John Travolta, of course, who I've said a thousand times, is the coolest actor uh, alive. I I'm sorry. To me, he is. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if he's sucking three dicks at once. He's a cool motherfucker. I don't care. Allegedly. <laughs> we don't want to get sued by I anybody else. <laughs> I don't care. He could speed fuck. I look, listen. Richard Simmons, we know, is just dick, 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 and I don't care. He's he's a funny, cool guy, too. But goddamn, John Travolta, Emma Thompson, Billy Bob Thornton, Kathy Bates, uh, Adrian Lester, Maura Turney, who, uh, if you don't know who she is, she was in um, 
Here it comes. News radio. No, oh. there is there is a couple of NYPD Blue references in this movie, of course. I'm just waiting for them. <laughs> uh, right in the beginning, when uh, the president is walking in with the teacher to meet the uh, people who learn to read, Roland Molina who was also in Next Friday as... He played one of the Jokers. Um, hold on here. He might have been a lead one. I know you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he wasn't Baby Joker, and he wasn't the skinny one. He was the uh, the other one. I forgot what they called him. But uh, he was one of the Jokers uh, in, in that. He also was in one episode of... Actually, two episodes of NYPD Blue... Uh, one, he played a guy named Idalo, uh, basically messed around with uh, Andy, but uh, in NYPD Blue fashion, they had him in an episode back in 1998 just as a bar fly. NYPD Blue used a lot of the same people for a lot of the, you know, they'd go two, three seasons and then have people back to play different characters, different cast. So it was pretty cool. Him and uh, Ned Eisenberg who I guarantee you have seen this man in a ton of movies, TV shows. You just don't know who he is. You really just don't know who this guy is. Um, kind of a skinny guy, but he's been in everything from, I mean, let's see here. We'll go back here. I, I mean, going back to the 80s, the Equalizer TV series he was in. Miami Vice he had a role in. Air America, L.A. Law. Primary Colors, The Sopranos, he was in an episode, um, Ed, the TV series, Dragnet TV series, Rescue Me TV series, he was in the World Trade Center movie. Um, he's one of those guys that you see and you're just like, oh, I kind of know who that guy is. So if you ever see the movie Last Man Standing with um, Bruce Willis, another cool motherfucker. Bruce Willis, yeah. He's in that movie. He actually plays Fra Fredo Strazzi, who's the uh, the gang leader in that movie. So there's that. So of course there are NYPD Blue references for everything. Uh, so there you go. We got those knocked out of the way. Yes. Very now, quickly. Just for uh, perspective here, uh, this movie was released. Uh, let me see here. Making me feel old as fuck. March twentieth, nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Uh, just to knock this out of the way, this movie actually had a very disappointing box office. Yes. Uh, took in 39 million domestically. That's the U.S., obviously. 13 million in foreign markets. 52 million against a $65 million budget. So this movie was, uh, technically labeled a flop. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. This was... This was another tough year for movies. Ninety-eight. We we, we said how ninety-three was a couple of mo about a month ago, but ninety-eight must have been too. I guess we could look and see what films came out in ninety-eight. But uh, yeah. this film here, uh, obviously based on a, a nineteen ninety-eight film based on a novel uh, called *Primary Colors*, a novel of politics. Um, it's. It's sort of a true story with fiction thrown in about Bill Clinton's first presidential campaign in 92. Yeah, uh, clearly that's what they were going uh, for. Clearly. I mean, the second you take a look at John Travolta in this movie, it's definitely Clinton. He's definitely playing Clinton. Um, 
I don't think we need to go scene for scene in this movie, but we'll kind no. of dig into... Uh, I mean, this movie really... I mean, you could sum it up. This movie got into not only what happened while an election was going on, you know, outside, you know, to the people outside of the election, us, the public, but it got into what happens behind the scenes with the people yes. actually running, all the scandals they go through, what they do to take care of them, all the bullshit, yeah. some of the slimy things that they send these guys out to do. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, Travolta's character in this gets caught. He's he, he gets caught cheating. He gets caught on the phone. He gets caught doing all kinds <laughs> of. Gets caught banging the the the, the little southern babysitter. Uh, hey, hey hey, not mad at him. <laughs> no, <laughs> not mad at him. <laughs> no no. But this you know again this is loosely, uh, loosely based on Clinton's first presidential campaign. They usually throw in the fiction in there. That way it's harder to tell the facts from fiction. Yeah. Uh, Let me uh, ask you something in terms mm -hmm. of uh, you brought up the uh, point about, uh, at least in your opinion, John Travolta being a cool motherfucker, which I'll agree with. Mm -hmm. Not all of his flicks, but I think he has like a pretty cool swag about him. Oh, yeah. But, but in this movie, in terms of his performance here, do you do you attribute it to good acting or was it just a good impression? Good acting. I really think, look... You have to realize what John Travolta has done since, what, I would say the 1980s. No, I would say the 1970s. Saturday Night Fever hit, and there was a disco craze in the United States. Um, you know what I mean? Grease hit, everybody wanted to dress like him. Urban Cowboy hit, there was a huge country you know, country and western sort of movement going all through the the you know going all through the United, the U.S. at that time in 1980. Staying Alive came out, which was basically the second one, and ooh, look, it's another little thing. And of course, Travolta has to dance in every fucking movie he's in now, um, but uh, doesn't dance well at all in this movie. Has to dance horrible. But I mean, you oh, know, what? Go ahead. No, I just thought of something, you know, since we're doing the whole election bid. Do you remember a little movie he was in called A White Man's Burden? Uh, don't remember it, but I did. I, I've heard about it. I actually, I see it right here. Um, and, you know, let's thank Quentin Tarantino for casting Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Uh because let's face it, he went from doing Staying Alive to schlock movies. Look who's talking, look who's talking to. Look, they're cute, they're funny, I understand. Uh, the first one wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, no, no. no. The first, and, and the second one wasn't that bad, but then it came to, like, look who's talking now, blah, 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 no one cared. Fuck the dogs, Jesus Then Christ. we got Pulp Fiction, then we got Get Shorty. After Pulp Fiction, Get Shorty's a great movie. Broken Arrow, Phenomenon, Michael, Face Off. Come on. Come Face on. Off is fucking great. Michael, and yeah. Broken Arrow, I loved. Yep, me too. And people shit on it, but Be Cool was fucking hilarious. Be Fuck cool you, was, hated it, that movie. And you know what? Phenomenon was a good movie. He was in that with Robert Duvall. Another great fucking movie. Uh, a Civil Action, he was in. Uh, another good fucking movie. General's Daughter. 
Battlefield Earth, you're not going to get me to watch. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. Swordfish was good. Basic, I loved Basic. Swordfish was great just because we got to see Halle Berry naked. Yeah, that was one good thing. Basic was great. Him and Samuel Jackson and uh, who was that? Diane Lane and that. She's beautiful. But yeah, that, that that that's another movie I'll watch anytime. He was horrible in The Punisher, I'm sorry to say. Uh, Ladder 49, he was great. Wild Hogs, hilarious. Hair- I did like that. Oh, yeah. Hairspray, dressed like a woman. Funny as hell. Bolt. I don't know if you ever saw that. It's a cartoon uh, movie. My kids love it. So, I mean, you know, thank God he did some um, some really good things. Last year, he did a movie called Criminal Activities. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Nah, uh, that's uh, on my watch list. I got to see it, but I haven't seen it yet. How was it? Check it out. I believe it's on. I believe it might be on Netflix or it's on Netflix or Hulu. Check it out, Criminal Activities. It's a crazy little movie, but uh, you know, not many actors you know. Next thing you know, holy shit, there's fucking John Travolta. Oh shit! Uh, we actually skipped over another cult classic. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was in Carrie, the original one. Was he? Yeah. Really. Really? Oh my God, he was! Holy shit! Nineteen seventy-six. Yeah, I'll just uh, yeah. That's what. It's not one of my favorite movies, but it's a movie that I've seen enough times that you know it's up there. It's, it's a classic. Yeah. Not one of my favorites, but it is one of those movies you got to put up there. Yeah, but John Travolta really has started movements. If you you know what I mean, you know, Urban Cowboy was huge. I don't know if you were. I mean, I I know you weren't even born in nineteen eighty, but. You know, I was five years old, and I remember there was a big kind of country and western feel everywhere. Everybody was, you know, wearing cowboy hats. I, yeah, I lived in. Actually, I was in Boston at this time, but it was a kid. There was a, <laughs> it was dude, a movie. There was I a swear, cowboy movement in Boston. There the was, <laughs> and I'm not fucking lying, dude. I am not lying, bro. Fucking John Travolta could cause all kinds of shit, man. He still does. John Travolta's a bad motherfucker, dude. Hey, hey, he's uh, fucking uh, Kelly Preston, so he's yeah. doing pretty good for himself. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I, I like I said, I don't care what the fuck he's doing. Um, one <laughs> of the best parts of this movie, though, is right in the beginning. Literally, it starts at one minute. Uh, I told Anthony I wanted to play this part, so let me go ahead and do that for you right now. This is all about um, the handshake. Yes. Um, Paul. Oh God, Goulfoil. Is that how you say his name? Close enough. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to say this guy's name. This guy literally has been in every cop TV show you've ever seen, uh, from CSI to Law and Order. If you don't know Fuck who this that. was, he in NYPD Blue? I don't think he ever did an episode of NYPD Blue. Let me ask me. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. But he is. I mean, he was in CSI forever. LA Confidential, uh, Air Force One. He was in Air Force One. Uh, he was in the original CSI, by the way, not all the others. But he's been in a ton of fucking movies. What's the movie where he's really fucking... Yeah. Ransom. He was in Ransom. With uh, That was the um, Mel Gibson movie. That was a good one. Cadillac Man. Did you ever see Cadillac Man? With Robin Williams. 
that's another one Anthony needs to check out. It looks like I lost Anthony for a minute there. They're 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 trying to get the call back right now. So just give me a minute here. We'll try to get Anthony back. If not, I'll take a little fucking break. We'll find out real quick. Tell you what, while uh, Anthony's trying to come back, let me play this part for everybody. Here we go. You know, I've seen him do it a million times now, but I can't tell you how he does it, Henry. The right-handed part. I can tell you a whole lot about what he does with his left hand, though. He's a genius with it. He might put that left hand on your elbow. Or up on your bicep, like he's doing now. Very basic move. He's interested in you. He's honored to meet you. But if he gets any higher, if he gets on your shoulder like that, it's not as intimate. It means he'll share a laugh with you or a secret, a light secret, not a real one, but very flattering. If he doesn't know you that well, he wants to share something emotional with you, he'll lock in with a two-hander. Well, you'll see when he shakes hands with you, Henry. Governor! All right, there we go. That was the one part I wanted to play, all about the handshake. And uh, this is where we actually first see uh, John Travolta. He's got the gray hair. Uh, he's doing the voice. You know, you can obviously hear. I'll play a little bit of the voice for you real quick. I hitchhiked to Washington to hear him speak. He was a great man. Thank you, sir. Yeah, obviously doing a Clinton impression there. Um, everybody, I'll tell you what. Give me a couple seconds here. I'm going to go get Anthony, and I shall return. All right. Thank you. All right, see, that was a real quick break. Sorry about that, everybody. Got Anthony back here, and look, I even hit record. That's like, almost like I know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, all right, I played that, I played that, uh, that little, the handshake scene where, uh, either explaining the handshake, you know, if he, if he locks you in a two-hander, if he does this, if he does that. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> if he puts his hand on your shoulder, it's like, yeah, he likes you, but not very much. <laughs> I got to tell you something. Some move. Listen, movies know one thing. You're gonna, you're really locked in. Right in the beginning, this movie does that. It grabs you right in the beginning of the fucking movie. Immediately, definitely, definitely. that that scene right there immediately grabs me. I really want to check this movie out. After that one scene, you're like, oh, man, this guy really is a fucking master. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean it, it, but, you know, he gets into that. Like I said, this was the first time we see Travolta. He's, you know, he's got the gray hair. They even gave him the gray eyebrows. Uh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, he had to gain 30 pounds to do this movie. Yes, even a mannerism. <laughs> His man, obviously, he's. He, I mean, you know, there was a few years that people were like, no, no, this isn't about Clinton. It came out about a year later that yeah, this movie was loosely based on his 1992 presidential run. But come on, I mean, if you heard, just watch the movie. Just watch the fucking movie. But um, you know, I think we've gone through most of the actors again. More attorney. She was in news radio. If you've never seen her, oof, she is smoking hot. She's one of those little girl next door brunette looking girls. But uh, very, very, very hot. Um, let's see. Larry Hagman also in this movie. One of the original cast of Dallas. Uh, he he's another. You know, in in his time, he was the pimp of all pimps, I believe. Larry Hagman. 
Larry Hagman. Mm-hmm. Fucking legend. Yep. Fucking. Yeah. You know, we're gonna get to it uh, later in the movie, but he actually makes a a wrestling reference of all things. Yes, he does. His big speech. Yes, he does. I remember that part? I, he, he basically, yeah, he does. He makes a quick little uh, pro wrestling reference. So, uh, by the way, have you ever seen Cadillac Man? Right when I lost you, I was asking you. Ever seen Cadillac Man with Robin Williams? Oh yeah, that, that that's one of those forgotten. You know, I guess well, mm-hmm. one of, one of these weeks we're going to do like a Robin uh, Williams show. Yeah, that's one of those forgotten gems that he did. He well, went through a stretch where he just made a lot of good movies that didn't get a lot of press. Yeah, and uh, what's the the guy's name we're talking about? Paul Gil Gilfoyle. Basically, he was uh, Travolta's right hand man in the movie. In right? the movie, he was. But again, some movies this guy has been in. Just to give you some references, um, what's the one he's in that I love? The Negotiator. Oh damn! I forgot. He gets he's killed right in the beginning. He's not even credited in that fucking movie, but he's in the Negotiator. Like I said, Ransom. He's in that movie. Oh, uh, that's, that's yeah, amazing. but uh, that's one of those movies that came out before Mel Gibson went uh, off the reservation. Yeah, exactly. He was in One Tough Cop. This guy, and like I said, he's been in so many cop shows, cop movies. It's it's yeah every every CSI you can think of from video game to everything he's he was involved in it uh, and still doing CSI he was in the TV movie that just came out uh, last year so big big CSI guy but I don't know I know him mainly from playing Little Jack Turgeon in um, Cadillac Man that's a movie I, that's one of my favorite movies right there. Yeah, really. If you're saying, you know, there's a theme tonight, folks. We love cop shows and cop movies. Yeah, if you haven't figured that out, but well, I mean, I've admitted my love for cop series, so nothing I can do. Um, basically, you know, like we were saying, this movie kind of, uh, and forgive me if we kind of knock this out tonight and I bolt out of here. I feel like shite. Um, basically, he plays character Jack Stanton. Obviously, they couldn't use. Uh, Clinton. So uh, yeah. he plays Governor Jack Stanton. Emma Thompson plays his wife, Susan Stanton. Billy Bob Thornton's in this movie. Uh, also, he's he basically plays a fucking what he is. He basically just plays a fucking redneck in this part, in this movie. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kathy Bates is in this movie. Do I even have to explain who she is? Misery. Hello. Yes. Uh, and uh, Kathy Bates, you know, I think she got a I'm going off of memory here, but I believe she got like an Oscar nomination. I'm not sure if she won, but I know she got one for this movie. Probably. I mean, look, you got to realize that this movie had a lot of um, not only big actors starring in it, but a lot of cameos. Larry King was in this movie. Geraldo was in this movie. Um, you know, some 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 big cameos in this movie. This was a, a Bill Bill Mayer. Was in this movie, Mar Mayor, however you want to say his fucking name. It's up to you. James Earl Jones' voice was even in this goddamn movie. You know, it's big then, man. Oh, absolutely. So you know, but uh, you know, like I had said in the beginning, this movie basically shows a lot of not only what happens with the candidates, um, but this movie sort of, I guess you could really say. This movie is actually based on the story 
of um, Adrian Lester, Henry Burton, who is basically basically never accepts the job as campaign manager. is just sort of thrown into it. Yeah, that's kind of like a running gag in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I didn't commit to anything, guys. I'm just. I, I said I would come down here and meet with you people yeah, and, and meet. Take it from there. Yeah. But next thing like you know, said, he's he was, uh, on he an was, airplane, uh, charmed by the snake charmer. Yeah. 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 He, he was. I mean, and you and you really get a sense of how Clinton became president. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. That son of that was a smooth talking son of a bitch. <laughs> he could lie to you. You'd be like, yeah. But I, he's so damn charming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can know that he's full of shit and lying to you. Uh-huh. But you, yeah, that's all right. That's just Bill being Bill. He wanted. He <laughs> almost wanted the guy. guy to lie to you. But um, like I was saying, I guess this movie really could be. Cons- I, I really guess. I know you could go with yeah. The whole movie's about Clinton, but when you really dig deep into the movie, it's about Henry. Because yeah. the main focus on this movie is him. And what he goes through to keep these people in line, out of trouble, and to keep yeah. the campaign running. Um, you know, I mean, he jumps through a lot of hoops. Uh, not only a lot of hoops, but he gets one giant pile of shit thrown in his lap. So I guess you could say this movie is mostly about the, you know, trials and tribulations of a campaign manager. You know Henry Burton. Yeah, but um, and I, and I guess we're you know we're all over the place. But like I said, this is going to be a fairly quick movie to go through. It's kind of like very cut and dry. But uh, the scene, right? I would say it's about roughly five to six minutes in, mm-hmm. where I think uh, Travolta's character wins Henry over when uh, he's listening to that story from the one guy that basically said uh he got passed through school because you know he had to, I guess he was uh dyslexic, uh, illiterate, couldn't read at all. Yeah. Couldn't read and write, and they basically just passed him through, basically, our school system in the States here. Go figure. And then when he got to his graduation, uh, and they read off the diplomas, so-and-so got graduated for this, this, this. And then it got to got to this dude, this poor bastard. Yeah. He gets, uh, <laughs> he gets a certificate for good attendance. Yeah. Which... And did you see the look at everybody? I mean, it was funny, but it wasn't funny. <laughs> yeah, they were all like, oh. How horrible. Yeah, it, it, it was like, it was like uh, emotional, it, it's like, uh, the, you know, movies always do this shit, they always hit you with that heavy-handed emotion, and then yeah. they always show everybody with that one tear in their eye. Yep, uh. yep, yep, and as soon <laughs> and you, as, uh, and you knew it was getting real when Henry had that one tear, he looked, he did the slow look up. Yeah, he's like, and then he had the tear coming out of his eye. Holy shit, he's crying too. Yeah, yeah, he 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 uh, had him. Some, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like it was it was a good scene, but I just wanted to point that out because I thought that was a little bit heavy handed because they were going for like the the they was going for the uh, jugular with that one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah if you yeah. paid attention to like the uh, body language of everybody and it's and I, and you watch you're basically watching the movie through Henry's eyes. Mm-hmm. So whatever he's going through, you're supposed to be going through too with him. Right, right, exactly. That's why I guess this movie basically is like the trials and tribulations of Henry Burton. So. But, uh, you know, I mean, right in the beginning of this movie, he's, you know, John Travolta's character is, you know, cheating on his wife with not very good looking women. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. You think this was a a, a, you think uh, the guy that made this movie was secretly secretly a Republican? 
Because it just seems like they were taking like a lot of little subtle digs. Well, you know, whether it's his diet, the fact that he cheated with ugly women. Well, the guy that made uh, this movie was... He was the black president, quote-unquote. Yeah, the guy that made this movie was actually his campaign manager, I believe. Wow, oh, she's that says a lot. Uh, it was... It, uh, this movie was revealed to be written by Joe Klein, who was covering Clinton's campaign for Newsweek. That's what it was. So he was actually covering the campaign. So he knew everything going on behind the scenes, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, immediately cheating on his wife, and Henry already knows stuff that he's going to have to bear when he's uh, taking this job, but... Um, I don't know. Let's see. From there, where should we go from there? Yep, Henry finally takes on the job as the campaign manager. Finds out he's got nobody. They don't know jack shit when he gets there. But uh, Billy Bob Thornton shows up and shows his dick to people. <laughs> That's a good part in the movie. <laughs> Billy Bob, Th- I, I gotta, I gotta say this. Billy Bob Thornton, regardless of what movie he's in, is fucking awesome. He's fucking gold. The movie can be complete shit, but you know, as long as he's on camera, it's going to be gold. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, just you. I don't know what it is. I, what do you think his uh, technique is? You think they just give him a script and they just say Billy Bob it up? Just uh-huh. say it how you would say it in real life, because he, I, you, he, you, when he, when you uh, listen to him talk, it honestly doesn't seem like he's uh, reading from a script. No, he's just an it old. Really does. He's just a southern dude who knows how to do shit. He does, man. He's just an old southern dude. Here, come on, listen to this part. And a year later, she just got one leg from diabetes. Oh. She could have done it. Diabetes. Anything, my mama. She could have been anything. God bless the mama. My mama worked her whole life and never asked for nothing. Mm-hmm. Shit, my mama raised seven children. I'll get to the breakdown in a minute, but I mean, just listen to him talk from diabetes. Fucking. My mama worked her whole life for her family and, and never did anything for herself. And now they're cutting her up, cutting pieces out of her. Well, why'd that happen to my mom? I looked why over John. That That's not supposed to be funny, but it really is. And, and and if you listen closely, Bob, I don't know if you saw it, but you hear traces of Billy Bob and uh, Bad Santa in this movie. I, I hate to say, but you really, you really do. If you watch, if you watch him in that movie and like his mannerisms and his uh, his voice, and you like his mm-hmm. how he says things, how he is in primary colors, he sounds almost to a T like he does in Bad Santa. Never seen Bad Santa. You have to see that. I've Matter of fact, told. yeah, that's going to be on the Christmas itinerary. I've been told I have to see it. So yes, and especially with the sequel coming out. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So yeah, I'll have to listen to that shit. But um, and I will. I will. I'll check them both out. So, yeah. So let's get into some of the scandals, I guess, that he gets caught in. Uh, the first one is Kashmir McLeod, which is his wife's hairdresser. Uh, obviously, this is the first one he gets caught uh, 
having an affair with, and it's found that he, there are tapes of him speaking to her, but Henry realizes they're fakes when he finds out that it's actually a conversation he has with him. So there's one that they get themselves out of. Hey, we got to say this right. If we're going to keep saying this, uh, this kid Henry, we got to say it right. Henry. <laughs> yeah, fucking Henry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got to get my Goodfellas references in. <laughs> Listen I got up. to. Listen up, Henry. This is what we got to do. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's his first, uh, the first one that he get in, gets into. Um, then we get into the babysitter that we were talking about. Basically, the part I just played there at his friend Big Willie's house, uh, old Southern guy, owns a little barbecue place, and has a daughter, 17-year-old daughter Loretta, and is Stanton's babysitter, and is pregnant and says that Stanton is the father. So there is another one that they have to get themselves out of. Um, now, after they kind of get themselves out of that one, sort of, um, another one, when... Well, what's his name? John Travolta is going on a talk show to obviously, you know, promote his campaign and in Florida go against the guy that he's running against. The guy actually suffers a heart attack on air and obviously has to withdraw from the race and is replaced by Governor Fred Picker, also Larry Hagman. And this is when the movie takes a turn. Starts to get a little more serious here, I, I, I would say. You think? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, definitely. Actually, actually, it does because this is where Hendry and Kathy Bates' character in this movie. Kathy Bates' character in this movie is Libby. Go looking for things. Basically, they're going out looking for dirt on Larry Hagman. Yes. And yeah, I'm, not, yeah, I'm actually, I'm not distracted, but I'm actually looking at the movie. Well, <laughs> and I'm at the part where, remember, I forgot the guy's name. But remember when uh, Kathy Bates tried to blow his, uh, his nuts off? Oh, yeah, that was a great yeah, part. That, that, we got to talk about that scene for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's literally sitting there with what looks to be a forty-five caliber handgun. And is forcing this guy to admit that he faked the tapes. That uh, the first ones we were talking about, the Cashmere McCloud. She's holding a gun to his nuts. I gotta tell you something. You hold a gun to my nuts. I'm gonna give up shit that I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I, will g I, I will tell you where Jimmy Hoffa is buried and I don't have a fucking clue. Okay. <laughs> you right you ain't never lied like i i would be like hey in a situation like that i'd be like rodney king had it coming mm -hmm. i was like yeah whoop his ass oj did it all right it's funny what you can get a man to confess to mm. when you threaten his manhood ain't it funny how that works yeah yeah i'd say about anything at that point i'm not sure but i would say pretty much fucking anything at that point you got a gun to my nuts there's not much i'm not gonna tell you yeah yep yep not a damn thing that i won't fucking tell you um 
as they're going out and uh, looking for dirt on Larry Hagman's character, Fred Picker in this, they do end up finding it. I mean, they find homosexuality. They find cocaine use. Uh, they find all kinds of things that he was into. So, I mean, they even found the guy's supplier and everything. Um, and then this is where the movie takes another serious turn, is where Henry and Libby go back to tell them the news. And Kathy Bates has a little breakdown here. Yeah. Uh, doesn't want to use it, doesn't think it's right, obviously has a moral uh, problem with it. So, you know, and, and, and there is another part I want to get back to uh, before we get, because that's kind of the end of the movie. We need to, well, well I, I do want to get to the one scene, another scene where he hooks Henry is they've gone through, they've skated through a couple of, um, you know, little uh, scandals there. And John Travolta goes to a little town where obviously, you know, manufacturing and, you know, little places are the heart of this, the, the, you know, the, the little town. Yeah, yeah. And he's no, given no, no, no. a speech and, you know, basically being an honest politician, which, you know, I guess, I guess that's kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? Honest politician. Yeah. Yeah, those two words kind of cancel each other out. So, but you know, he's doing that, and you know, he talks about you know thinking with your mind instead of with your hands. And you know, the guy looks over at uh, Henry. Oh and yeah, <laughs> looks over at Henry, and he goes, "Up, oh, he just lost him," and he goes, "Fuck him, he's got me." So you know, <laughs> that was in the look on his face. Yep. I wish we had feel right now to show people because I'm a very visual person. Yeah, and it's like. His his face his facial expression told the story. He, I mean, the line was great, mm -hmm. but he honestly didn't have to say a fucking word, and you would have got where he was coming from. Absolutely, with yeah. And he just went fuck him. He's got me. Another spot where he's just got Hendry hooked, and uh, yeah, that was fun right there. That was a fun part. Travolta again, just being Travolta. Uh, I don't know. He's just amazing to me. Just the kind of guy that you could give any part to, and he'll make it what he's got to do it. Make it, make it his uh, own. Uh, uh, let me ask you something, you know, because I guess obviously we're going to be getting into the election after the movie was mm -hmm. here. But I wanted to get your opinion on this. What do you think it is, you know, about Clinton that allowed him to kind of like skate through uh, all of these scandals, whereas uh, where whereas it buries other people? Like I mean, you you know the drugs, the women, and it, he kind of he keep if you really look, think about it, he skated through a lot of shit unscathed for the most part. He was a charming motherfucker, dude. He was a charming motherfucker, bro. People loved him. It didn't matter what he was doing, what he was saying. People seemed to really cling to Bill Clinton, and they still kind of do. They listen to him. I mean, obviously, not as good as they used to. I guess you saw the outcome. <laughs> but I really think just his charm, the way he spoke, he had, obviously, he had a great campaign behind him that had a good PR person that could spin the shit out of this stuff. So, you know, that's what it takes in politics. Good people behind you. 
And uh, as far who was it? Uh, Emma Thompson. Did you think she? Uh, they 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 claim that the character wasn't meant to be based on Hillary, but clearly that's what they were going for to an extent. Do you think she pulled off a good Hillary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty good. And you know, it, it uh, we failed to mention that a lot of this movie deals on a lot of what she had to go through, uh, things that she knew that she didn't even tell, you know, her husband in this movie that she knew. Um, she had to keep a lot bottled up in this movie too. Yeah, because uh, obviously in real life, the real Hillary had to take a lot of heat for uh, mm. standing by her husband once the Lewinsky shit broke out. Right. But I actually did kind of like when uh, I guess he was on like I guess a pseudo like Geraldo type of show, and they were doing a whole husband and wife thing, holding hands. And the minute the the cameraman yelled "cut," she just snatched the hand away and just walked away. Yeah. You think a lot of that was going on in real life? Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, again, they sprinkle in the fiction so you're not 100% sure what's true and what's not true. I think that was one of the parts that are true. People have said for years that that marriage is nothing but a shell to just, you know, have them in the public eye. They're keeping up appearances, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely think that had some truth to it. Might not have been to that extreme, but I'm sure there was a little bit of truth to that. So, I don't know. But um, there was that. But, yeah, I did want to mention that definitely his wife had a lot of, um, you know, stuff to hold in. This was probably, this campaign was probably tougher on her than him is what they were trying to show, basically. Yeah. Definitely. I guess, I don't know. It's just... I guess the best way to describe it is they were trying to paint Bill Clinton as a person that, yeah, he did a lot of fucked up shit in his own life, but he genuinely cared about people. Mm. Like, he's one of the few politicians that when, you know, you can never really tell sometimes, like, all politicians, even him, have a baseline level of bullshit. Right. When they do their little speeches. But you always got the sense that he genuinely cared about people. And people like, because, like, people, like, for the most part can tell when you're bullshitting them. And it's like he he, he kind of like felt he he had a he knew how to connect with people. I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it here. No, you're but right. He had a connection with people. Like when he shook your hand, he looked you in the eye. He talked in a way that made you feel like, man, this motherfucker sympathizes with. He knows what I'm going through. It's like you feel like he goes through the same shit that you go through. He, ha- you know, I, 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 my dad always sort of compelled, compared Bill Clinton to like an Elvis kind of character. Just a nice, quiet Southern boy, very charming, who people flocked to. People wanted to listen. Listen, Elvis Presley wasn't uh, very, I mean, he, he he was very influential, but he was basically just a shy Southern boy, and people loved that about him. Even Even the flashy clothes and everything underneath, he was still just a shy Southern boy. You know, and people really liked that about him. And that might have been what, you know, made Elvis so big. But Clinton was the same kind of kind of guy. He was kind of a not very I wouldn't say shy, but he had that southern sort of friendliness about him that made you kind of want to listen to him. Think about what he said and just kind of, you know, get lost. (laughs) And also, like. Like you know, you you brought up the little speech you gave to the uh, the I guess uh, union workers or construction workers. Yeah. 
he more or less I guess another another uh, underrated aspect of uh, why people liked him was he really didn't run from the controversy. He basically addressed it and he really kind of like he didn't come out and say I did X Y and Z, you know, I did not inhale. Yeah. <laughs> but he 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 more or less addressed it. He didn't he always addressed the elephant in the room. In the beginning he did. When it came down to the end, he was yeah, he kind of shucking, jiving, dodging, bobbing, and weaving, you know, asking for the definition of the word is. Come on. Come on, dude. Yeah. But, you know, it, yeah, in the beginning, he definitely did. He hit it head on, and that was something people hadn't seen. Yeah. You know, that I was... Do, I do wish they this movie did miss out on one uh, iconic moment. Mm-hmm. They should have recreated the classic scene of him playing a saxophone on Arsenio Hall. They have, come on now. You can what the hell was Arsenio Hall doing in nineteen ninety eight? They couldn't call give him a call. He might have been helping Eddie out with a movie or something. Who knows? <laughs> uh I guess let's get back to where uh Libby and Henry came back and were given the information. Um she breaks into a whole thing, starts talking about when they first met. Um, you know, the whole campaign and everything back in the 70s basically has a little nervous breakdown. Now, you got to remember in this movie, this isn't her first nervous breakdown. She is just out of the uh, the booby hatch, as they call it in this movie, or the loony bin. Do you have that speech clued up? Because that was actually a pivotal part in the scene and a uh, movie, I should say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, th- this part here? Yeah. Oh, this was a very big part in the movie because it really shifts the movie. Um, after going through her whole speech, screaming, crying, uh, basically telling him that, you know, if you move on Fred Picker, I'm going to move on you because she, she found out that the, uh, test he took for proving the baby wasn't his with the babysitter wasn't his blood. So she basically says, you move on Picker, I move on you. But, um... You know, that night she actually leaves, drives Henry back, and ends up killing herself, basically right outside of Henry's hotel room. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty heavy. It was, uh, and you know, Henry came running down. She's a friend of mine. What a any you know a very emotional part by uh, Adrian Lester here. He's sort of a underrated guy too. Hasn't done a shitload of movies. Probably, uh, look, I don't think he's probably done more than thirty, yeah. maybe thirty, at the yeah, most. Yeah, I mean, probably outside of this, I don't know if you ever. I mean, most well-known thing he's really known for, at least in the black community, uh, he did a stint on a, a show called Girlfriends back on uh, the UPN network oh, way back when. Ah. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking through this, and I don't see much. I see Girlfriends. He was in nine whole episodes. Uh, and that's really, I mean, he hasn't done that much really at all. But uh, in this movie, in my opinion, I'm I'm kind of surprised he hasn't because I thought he was very good in this movie. I was actually surprised to find out that he was from England. Born and raised. I'm noticing a lot of these movies have UK. And yeah. uh, but I, I had looked up like some of his like background information. He pulls off a hell of an American accent. <laughs> like I would have never guessed that this dude was from England. I gotta tell you something, dude. I think it's amazing 
how these how a lot of these English people can just cut off their accents like in a fucking blink of an eye. I know a lot of us Americans can do the accent, but not as good as these guys can shut their accents off. Yeah. Not as good as these guys, especially when they sing. I mean, Jesus Christ, the first time I heard Phil Collins speak, I almost fell over in my chair. <laughs> you know, he sings, the, they, they sing in perfect, you know, English, and then he, you know, they get on the microphone, they're like, yeah, so I was down at the pub the other day, and you're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> okay. You know what it was? You, you know what I blame it on, Box? It was in the air that night. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I love that fucking song. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a Phil Collins fan. I like Phil Collins. He's got a ton of good songs. Even in Genesis, he had some good songs. Um... You know, I mean, we're actually almost at the end of the movie. Again, this is kind of a cut-and-dry movie. I don't really want to dwell on a lot of it. And with the election going on, I don't think we need to uh, torture you guys with a scene-by-scene. Scene. Yeah, I mean, this was pretty much... The best way to sum up this movie it was basically like a uh, semi-autobiographical uh, movie about uh, Bill Clinton's first run yeah. at the uh, White House. Yeah, and obviously we've been we've said it a few times, some fiction thrown in to uh to throw you off the real story. But um basically yes. the movie turns out with uh Travolta's character goes to Fred Picker, Larry Hagman in the movie, uh goes to him and gives him the information, tells him he's not gonna use it, which is really what Libby wanted him to do in the first place, so Travolta in this movie does end up honoring Libby's wishes against his wishes, obviously. Um, and really, Henry tries to quit right there. Uh, Travolta talks him into staying, and the next scene is Travolta shaking hands with everybody as president, and the last hand he shakes is Henry's hand. And Henry did stay with them, and they made it all the way to the presidency. And uh, that is pretty much the movie. I'll give you a little bit of uh, you want to do a little trivia, Anthony? A little uh, little known facts. Yeah, this is yeah, this is a pretty uh, pretty obscure movie. So yeah, let's hit him with some uh, random facts. Uh, I wouldn't call it obscure. I would call it not obscure. It's just a movie that doesn't get talked about. I mean, because it didn't do well in the theater. Well, you know what? In just a minute, I'll look into 1998 films, and we'll get into some of that stuff. Uh, and we'll get into the election here. I just wanted to get through this movie, and then we can do some bullshitting. Uh, President Clinton enjoyed the film so much, he actually invited John Travolta to a party. The only condition was uh, Travolta had to come as Jack Stanton. Travolta did. Oh, that had to be, oh, man. Travolta <laughs> did decline. Uh, even then, he knew what, what weird was. Uh, lead original. Now, the lead part in this movie was actually offered to a few different people. Uh, Tom Hanks, who turned it down because of his friendship with um, Bill Clinton. Mel Gibson was also considered for the role. And Jack Nicholson also considered for this role. So three people were considered for the role. Travolta beat them all out. Uh, I really think, by the way the movie was, I think that was your best way to go. No way any three of those guys could... Me, 
let me. It's it's hard to say. It's hard to say because those are some uh, heavy hitters right there. I just the best thing I could say is it probably would have changed. It, it would have changed the dynamic of the movie. I think they went with Travolta because they looked at it like facially mm-hmm. the build. They could make him more Clinton esque. Yeah, and I mean, look, out of the three, I think the only one that would have knocked it out of the park would have been Nicholson. I really you don't. Do. You don't think it would have been too like over the top. No, I think he could have done it. I mean, dude, look, watch him in Hoffa. You want to see where he tones it down? Watch Nicholson in Hoffa. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Desk. Yeah, <laughs> he tones he he tones the uh, the Nicholson down in that movie. Um, there was a scene where uh, Larry Hagman was at a rally, and they actually kept. Larry Hagman's appearance secret from the extras at the rally. And um, that uh, applause you heard was real. It was genuine. Uh, He was recovering from a broken rib at the time, was in a lot of discomfort, so couldn't really enjoy it. Uh, There's not much more. This film was the opening film of the 1998 Cannes Film Festival. And let's see, <clears throat> not much more really. All the other ones are kind of weird, and uh, not worth mentioning. Yeah, um, it, but like I said, overall, I would recommend a movie. It's a good, it's a good movie. It's a good, it's long. So uh, if you're gonna watch it, prepare to uh, stay locked in for about two and a half hours. Uh, but uh, it's a good movie. Two seventeen. I think. I think it's two hours seventeen minutes. That's including. Everything. Give me two seconds here. Let me load it up here. Yeah, two hours, 17 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a time movie. But it, it, it honestly flies by. Yeah, you're going to be it's there. For me. Yeah, like, you're... It, it, it depends on your tolerance for politics and things like that. But, you know, I'm interested. I'm always interested into the into the uh, behind-the-scenes aspects of how things came to be. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it flew by. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it is one of those movies that, before you know it, the two hours are over, but... I don't know. I, I really think this was a, a good movie to do, you know, this week, obviously, with the election going on, obviously, with the protesting going on. Listen, yeah. can I can I say this? Yeah, I'm going to say a few things, so you're going to be the nicer of the two. So. I, I'm, I'm probably I, I'm going to try. First of all, grow the fuck up. Number one, this was an election. This wasn't. We decided to choose this guy. This was an election. You This is what uh, someone else won. You people are whining because you didn't want him to win. Oh, he ain't my president. You know what? If he's not your president, why don't you be one of the motherfuckers moving to Canada? How's that? We don't need you. It doesn't. This is what happens. You, you, you know. It, this is America. This was what happened. Grow the yeah, fuck up. Yeah. Stop being hypocrites. You're the same people who are saying that Trump's you know, supporters are all violent pieces of shit. You motherfuckers are dragging people out of cars because they allegedly voted for Trump. Is that how you fucking solve shit? One more thing. If you ever dragged me out of my car, by the way, you're not going to make it past the fucking bumper. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to let you hit me once or twice to make sure I look bad, but you're not making it past the fucking bumper. Trust 
me. Trust my 9mm too. You will not do that shit to me. Go fuck yourself. I think this protesting is bullshit. I think it's hypocritical. And I think that if you don't consider this man your president after 100% fair and square election where you people voted, then get the fuck out. You don't have to be here. They, they Airplanes leave this fucking country every hour. I guarantee it. Go. Yep. Go. It'll make driving easier on me. Fuck <laughs> you. Get the yeah. fuck out. Yeah, um, I don't, you know, uh, I'm, Box, we're pretty much in agreement. Look, I'm all for the peaceful protest, speaking your mind, but at some point, people have to just get with the fucking program. I don't like Trump. I made, I've made that point abundantly clear. And I was, like a lot of people, I was in shock. But you know what? After a day or two, I got the fuck over it. Ooh. I got the fuck over it. You got people protesting. They got fucking. They got people in therapy now. They they're talking about people are having to go to fucking therapy about this shit. This is another thing pissing me off: the fact that they're canceling tests. They are canceling school. Does this not define how pussified America has gotten to where we are having? Consolement therapists for an election? What the fuck are we? Who, what kind of pussies are we raising? Are we raising children? Is that what we're raising? No, we're raising fucking babies. I'm sorry. If you're college age and you're fucking, you need a day off from school or work because of the election. Fuck, fuck, go fuck yourself. Look, you, they got GoFundMes. Yeah. I want to say go fuck Listen, yourself. you want to take the day off be, and, and use the excuse, the election, and go smoke pot and drink? I got no problem with that. But if you really need therapy, you really – no, you need more than just therapy for coping with a fucking loss. You need therapy because you're fucking pussy. Sorry. I'm sorry. Kurt. You might want to take over for What's a up? Minute. What's going, What's going on, bro? Call <laughs> in, man. Hey, well, hey, I was listening in. Hey, man, keep it going. I just, I'm good. <laughs> oh, no, come on. We, we need some balance to the conversation. These consolement things really have me pissed because uh, it literally defines how pussified America is. We're not raising children. We're raising emo. Li and you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say it. we're raising a bunch of emo little faggots. That's what we are fucking raising. <laughs> That is not what the fuck this world's need. That's why everyone is so PC. Because everyone's offended by everything. This is not the 1960s. We don't need to fucking protest everything anymore. And especially with the violence that's happening. And, you know, even bodies, uh, uh, Budzilla in the chat room, seeing violence coming from both sides and it's very sad. He's right. It's completely sad. It's, it's, it's sad that people are acting like this. But I think, like I said, the saddest thing is that we have grown-ass grown, grown -ass men. Yep. Grown-ass men who need to fucking go see a therapist because Hillary lost. My God, take out your fucking tampon, you fucking cunt. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. You thought I was. You thought I was going to be nice, <laughs> you didn't you, Anthony? To get that one out, <laughs> <laughs> You thought I was going to be nice. 
Uh, it's just like, you know, I'm just a, I'm <sighs> of the belief that, look, we voted in this election for better or for worse. Somebody had to vote for this dude. So I can either sit back and, and bitch and, and, and uh, like you said, pull out my tampon for the next four years, or I can I can nut up and accept it. And look, he's in office. Let's see what he does. This could be the longest fucking joke of, an, of a presidency that we've ever seen, or he could get some shit done. We don't know. But at this point, if you are a person that, are, you know, no amount of protest, no amount of he's not my president is going to change the fact that God damn it, he is the fucking president. And we, and like, I don't know how you guys feel. I, like I said, I don't like the fact that he's our president, but the fact is I'm an American. We're all American. It's not a good look to other world leaders, to other countries when we show disrespect to our leader. And I, I'm of the belief that you don't have to respect the man, but you got to respect the title. You got to respect the title. You have to respect the fact that when you were when you looked at that map when you were watching the fucking e election Tuesday, did anyone really think Hillary had a chance to win after fucking Trump won every fucking redneck state? Every state that their number one seller is F-150, he won. Hilarious. <laughs> Kurt, by the way, go ahead. I asked you to speak before, yeah, and then I started. Hey, no, we dominate, but thank you for calling. Yeah, me. Go, you yeah, yeah, thanks for nah, No problem. No, no, you know, you're absolutely right. And I was going to actually say the exact same thing you did. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least what, what am I? I'm in Central Time, right? I'm actually I'm from the state where the number one truck is F one fifty, number one seller is F one fifty. Hey, so am I, it's man. So, I'm in Texas. Um, I'm in Texas. You I know, know. At, at about nine thirty my time, I already realized he was going to win. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, hey, he won. Congratulations. He didn't, he didn't cheat. He won fair and square. So what's the point of being outraged about? Uh, at least it, it's like this. I can understand people being upset about the things that he did and the people he campaigned to and the things that were said in order to gain votes and to win. I get that. Mm -hmm. And I understand the concern of those people, me being one of them who were kind of um, a little weary of what could happen if he was elected in that you know, campaign in the way he did because he did appeal to... And, and this is not every Trump supporter. And I told people to be careful about this. Don't just assume that people who voted for Trump automatically are some kind of racist, homophobic bigot or something like that. That's not true. I know plenty of people, white and black, who voted for Trump because they felt like, one, they were dealt a bad hand to begin with with both candidates. Mm -hmm. And two, why some people thought Hillary was the lesser of two evils, or some people thought Trump was the lesser of two evils, and they and they voted accordingly. And there are some people who, though Trump did spit that rhetoric, they did feel like, if you can escape all of that, they felt like he did have some good policies that he wanted to go for that would help the country. And they voted accordingly. Mm -hmm. And let's face this it, was, they, go ahead. Yeah, well, they they also voted for the 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 person who wasn't being investigated every other week by the FBI. I'm sorry, did I say that? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was logical. How stupid are these people? Your fucking candidate was being investigated by the FBI. Your fucking candidate got busted with an email for directions, instructions on how to kill another man. But you know what? You're right. Donald Trump is the evil one. 
fucking assholes. Yeah, I mean, not, not, I mean that, but it's like look at it like this: they're both assholes. But Trump was like an upfront asshole. It's like he's the type of dude that he knows he's an asshole. He'll tell you he's an asshole, and he's proud that but he's you know an what? asshole. You said it. He may do a really good job. You know what? This country is a business. It really is. You have to think about it. When I mean, that's what this country is. We are a giant business conglomerate. I mean, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Business. Making money one way or the other. Either working or owning a business. Something like that. It, this country is business. Donald Trump runs businesses. This con- And, you know, he's he has made some... He's said a few good things. The guy wants to bring manufacturing back. If you're not for bringing manufacturing back to this country... You got a problem. Those are called jobs, you lazy fucks. <laughs> you fucking, all you protesters who should have been at fucking work today might have had a fucking job to go to. Take your time. Be patient, you cocksuckers. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, it's God. goddamn Thursday, Wednesday, they started protesting. Go to work. Go the fuck to work. I'm sorry, I'm sorry though. You know, to your point, boss. I can't even imagine. Could you imagine? You're a grown ass man. You wake up Wednesday morning. You know, you wake up to a Donald Trump America. Mm-hmm. You you pick up your phone and you call your boss and, and and you have the temerity to call your boss. Not because of a death in the family. Not because of you're sick or whatever. You call your boss to say, I can't make it into work today because I am too emotionally distraught at this election result. Can I take off? And your boss has to say, yes, it's fine. Because... No, he doesn't. Does he really? Listen. Listen. Some some people get off for election day, so I would imagine if people were emotionally Mm -hmm. fucked up about the result, they could probably get around illegally. Dude, once these schools started taking days off and tests... All you would have to do is sue one employee for fucking firing you that day, and you you're you're a millionaire. That's nutty, I, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you right now that that could happen, dude. Some chick sued McDonald's because the coffee was too hot. Yep. Did you order iced <laughs> coffee, bitch? No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. And that's why they had a fucking. And, and now because of that bitch, that's why on. They had to have that little sign in the window. Yeah. Well, that's why they have a sign on the coffee. This may be hot. Well, yeah. I didn't order fucking ice. Well, fucking duh. It's coffee. Yeah. I see the steam. I see it. <laughs> oh god. The steam mean it's cold? No. 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 Nah, no. Nah. I did want to point out. I don't know if you've seen it, box. I'm actually going to try to find a video. But I was listening to our friends over at Wrestling Soup yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh. They brought up an interesting video of a uh, anti-Trump person. She's a female, mm-hmm. and uh, she felt compelled in front of her uh, supporters there to uh, strip down—not strip down completely naked, but strip down enough. I did, see and she this. took a shit. Yes, on the Trump side, actually, and she actually wiped said shit. Yes, I actually on the uh, side. I don't know if you heard about this. I didn't hear about it. I actually saw this video on Facebook. Um, what? I, I might have saved it. Uh, first thing I want to say is that was a woman's ass, really. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you uh, know I know this is like the movie show, not the wrestling show, but my god, I'll never complain about seeing a woman's ass. But my god, and this is not a racial thing. I don't refer to my friends as black and white; they're just my friends. But my god, this woman needed a tan. If you, I, this is just a, a P, uh, PSA 
if you're going, if you're one of these uh, freaks out there that's going to uh, take public shits and show your ass, at least have a common decency to tan first. This woman made fucking Seamus look dark skinned. Yeah, that's how pale her ass was. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty pretty bad. But yeah, I did see that. I was kind of surprised it was on Facebook, but um, really though, geez. well, my timeline is full of stuff that I always say. I can't believe this made it to Facebook. So. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> have you exercised that blocking option either one of you this week? <laughs> oh, fuck no. You know what? I have not unfriended one person this week, by the way. If if yeah. if, if you're really unfriending people over their political beliefs, you might also... Well, Bodzilla said, what a shitty story. <laughs> I get it. I see what you, <laughs> seriously, if you're unfriending people over political politics and political beliefs you really might want to take a peek in the mirror and just sort of be like did i just do that really am i that shallow too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you should like not lose friends <laughs> yeah if you let this election fuck up your relationships with family friends you know, once again get a fucking grip yeah i mean you know my parents both of them were huge trump supporters from day one so you know they were happy but, you know, that's – but, you know, my dad's also not the, you know, real racist kind of guy. I mean, my dad's a goddamn, you know, Syrian uh, uh, Syrian Christian. My mother's Jewish. So, hey, Trump supporters, they come in all fucking flavors, you know? Exactly, exactly. And that's why I try to let people know. Mm-hmm. Just because – and he said what he said, whatever. But that doesn't necessarily mean that people who support him necessarily feel the exact same way on every view that he made. I don't even believe, and it honestly, it's just like he's swerving a lot of people because a lot of the stuff he said, it turns out a lot of that stuff is just things he said during the campaign trail to get votes. A lot of the stuff he done backtracked on, and it turns out, like every politician does, mm-hmm. says certain things to appeal to certain people to get votes. Heck, I'm starting to see a lot of the different policies and everything that he's wanting to do. Hell, he's wanting to do a lot of stuff in the black community, in the African American community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as with HB, um, making um, HBCUs more affordable, with making streets safer for African American children, I've seen a lot of good things that he put in there. Yeah. So get a get a dude a chance, but also even beyond that, look, politics is politics, and it's always going to be that. But it should never make you go crazy the way people are going. I'm seeing people mistreat. Muslims, who for all they know are here legal, and threatening mm-hmm. them. I'm seeing people getting jumped. I'm seeing Trump supporters getting jumped. I'm seeing Hillary supporters getting jumped. I'm seeing people who don't got anything to do with much of nothing getting beat up. Like it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, if you if you voted for Hillary, you got your ass whooped. If you voted for Trump, you got your you ass whooped. If you didn't vote for nobody, you got your ass whooped. You got your ass whooped for this election. Well, they're saying a lot of people <laughs> didn't vote. Like forty six percent of the population, they're saying, did not vote. Yep. Yeah, because they got it was from the jump. People really seriously did not like the candidates that they had to choose from. Come on, man! Fifteen thousand people voted for a dead gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 Matt, Matt, Matt Hardy <laughs> Matt Hardy got a call that night letting informing him that he was getting thousands of votes. Oh, dude, Matt Hardy. Dude, you know I I would have voted for the fucking rock. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, he breaking news. I know. He might be uh, running in 2020. That's been a rumor. I would vote, dude. I'm going to tell you right now. I would vote another. For him. Listen, why are people surprised? A first of all, first of all, a WWE Hall of Famer, but a reality star got yeah. elected for president. Why is anyone shocked at that? Fucking Jesse. That's the climate. Jesse That's Ventura. the climate nowadays. I'm, I'm surprised anybody to be surprised because I said, yeah. this, 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 the way the way the nation, actually not the nation, the way the world is set up nowadays, but especially the nation, we are an entertainment, socially media-driven environment. This was the perfect alignment for somebody with that kind of background to win something like this. The stars aligned perfectly for him to do it. Yep. Bro. Ronald Reagan was a fucking actor right. for how many years? Exactly. Reagan was an dude. If 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 they could find a way to let Schwarzenegger run for president, you don't think that motherfucker would win by a landslide? Exactly. You don't think so? First of all, people would just see the fucking ballot, see his name, and just uh, immediately vote for him. I I vote for I know back to the chopper. I. Yeah, and plus we, and plus let's be honest, we like you know, like to Curtis point, you know, we do, we are so social media oriented today. Mm-hmm. That's what these people, that's what uh, this, that's what these politicians are geared towards. That they, so they're actually kind of like trying to gear towards a younger mindset. Like the people that are coming up now, it's not like you know when Box was growing up in olden times, <laughs> where they were actually cared about the issues and stuff like that. Ah, twenty ones could do. Back in my day, we drove. It was, you know, jokes aside, nah. this election was decided by Facebook memes. What's this Twitter? Facebook, I mean, think nah. about it. Facebook, huh? Like, What's Donald this Facebook Trump thing? Was pissed nah. off three, four o'clock in the morning at something somebody posted on Twitter. Nah. Muggsy, exactly. But see, somebody asked me in Solo's group, they was like, you know, well, what do, what is all said and done? Which, as far as I'm concerned, is. What would this election mean? And to kind of take the words from um, Benny Siegel, I said this election is going to lead to a lot of fuckery. Like in 2020, in elections afterwards, it's going to lead to a lot of different candidates that you're going to see. You're going to be surprised. Even like, did this motherfucker's running for president? And that person, that motherfucker's going to get a lot of votes. When people thought Kanye West was crazy, when he was ranting on them MTV awards, talking about him running in 2020, does the shit seem crazy now? <laughs> <laughs> at the Trump, no, I'll, I'll look at it like this. It's, it's a free fall. At this point. <laughs> Why? It's in 2020, it's going to be a free fall. You're going to hear all kind of motherfuckers running for president. And as long as you got some money, see, and that's when Kanye said it, I said, he can do it. Why? He got the Kardashians back. Yeah, they some hoes, but I mean, look at the money they got. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, man. It's, it's, look, man, it's, it's going to take time. Everyone just needs to chill the fuck out we need to fly a big fucking joint over everybody that's fucking protesting just let it flow man just yeah man yeah i I will say i'm sorry go ahead kurt no 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 go ahead now i was saying like as far as the protests i do think a lot of these people need to sit the fuck down i will say like uh i do sympathize with like the muslims the big you know no jokes here the gay community those people, I feel like they do have a genuine reason to protest just for the simple fact that there are a lot of crazy. I've seen some crazy shit mm-hmm. going on some, you know, this week. I, it was some dickhead down in Florida 
you know, uh, get out of our country, Muslims driving around. It, it's just like, yeah, some, man, from that aspect, I understand, but it's some people that don't have nothing to do with nothing that need to sit the fuck now. Yeah, that whole, I'm just bitter because my guy, my guy lost. I, I don't like that. But there are people who are just legitimately like, okay, what are we going to do about, you know, these minorities or people from other countries and foreigners or immigrants who do feel like their life is in danger and their lives are about to change because of certain rhetoric that was there. And honestly, Trump, if he wanted to, he could clear that stuff up in one. As soon as he get in front of everybody and make his first speech, he could really get in front of everybody and kind of ease a lot of that, which I'm pretty sure he'll do. He'll probably do that inauguration. So we'll see about that. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it, Listen, he's... I think after a while, give it time, everything will smooth out. But I'm not even, I'm past this one. I'm ready to see the free fall of 2020. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. That's... But you know what? They're going to, now that I would not uh, be surprised to expect Trump to start being a little more professional now. Oh, yes. I yes. would figure that they are really going to, you know, for lack of a better term, they're going to start governing him a little bit. Uh, this yeah. is the fucking presidency. They are not going to let him go out there and say whatever the fuck he wants anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. Over. It was fun and games. Yeah. It's fun and games for your campaigning and ha-ha, uh, you know, bad hombres. You know, I made my shared jokes at his expense. But when Nanity's got the job, it's kind of like this. You can anybody amongst us. We we've all built bullshitted our way into a job or two mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah. But it, it comes a point once you get the job, the the con is over, and you actually got to do the job. You actually got to show that you are capable of doing the job that you were hired for. Yeah, I mean, look, he's already he's done a couple of things. Trump has done a couple of things already. A, he's not taking a salary. He decided, nope, no salary. I don't need it. I don't want it. And B. He's going to leave the Second Amendment alone, he says. He's not going to touch it, which means you're, all, all of our guns are safe, which is good and bad. Um, you know, exactly. It's, it's good and bad. There's No matter what you say, yeah. there's good gun owners out there and there's bad gun owners. So exactly. just as in everything, as in everything, so... You know, but, uh, I mean, he's he's doing some stuff, and, you know, he's 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 trying. But I've, I've said this always. The president is basically just a talking puppet that a yeah. bunch of more powerful people, believe it or not, tell what to say. Exactly. No, you are. Yeah. Exactly. They just exactly. tell him what to say. He's a figurehead. He's nothing but uh, literally you could play a soundtrack behind him and he can mouth it. And that's all people care about. They just want someone to stand there. But I don't know, man. Everyone, in my opinion, they just, everyone just needs to give the fucking guy a chance. There's nothing. What is protesting going to accomplish? I I mean, I guess it's like people want to feel like their voice is being heard. But at the end of the day, there's no oh. controversy. Oh, you the man to- won the election fair and fucking square. I didn't vote for him. But... Look at it like this, and this is a, a point that I really feel like is being kind of overlooked in all of the madness. To to your point, box, what you brought up, what people forget is half of the shit that Trump said was just to get elected. The president, as even though it's a powerful title, obviously, 
the, the shit has to go through channels. Mm-hmm. It don't. I mean, it's not Donald Trump just can't wake up one day and say, oh, "I'm gonna start a war. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna build a wall." Right. Shit has to go through fucking channels. Yes, exactly. Trump, exactly. Congress, the Supreme Court. They are fucking. That's the reason Obama couldn't get done ninety five percent of the shit that he wanted mm-hmm. to do because he was always fighting with Congress, which coincidentally led to fucking Trump winning in the first place. Right now, I mean, because they want that same opposition with Hillary as a Democrat and yeah. office in, they figured it'd be four more years of the same shit. Yeah, that's a big part of why he won. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of extremists out there who took Trump's word and got the wrong impression. Who they exactly, and a lot of people might have taken his words a little overboard. Um, well, let me pay, let me take you back off of that. Because I was having that discussion with what I call you know, my white brothers. <laughs> and, and I do. I say, hey, yo, y'all my brothers and sisters. Y'all my white brothers and sisters, period. All right. All right. And um, what people got to understand, yeah, what people got to understand is before Trump even started campaigning or whatever, look, there's always going to be racist and bigots out there. Mm-hmm. But here's the dangerous part about campaigning that way. When you campaign that way, and then you end up winning, those biggest and racists, what they see is a person who was saying the same rhetoric as me, they president now. Mm-hmm. So it gives, they feel like, now I got somebody I can rally behind because, hey, they're they not taking it. As, when I look at politics, I look at it as like WWE. That stuff's not real to me. Some people don't take it that way, yo. It's still real to me, damn it. Mm. And they took it as that's real, so now they can be more hourly with the way that they feel about, you know, certain people in certain groups. And now you're seeing them to, you're seeing them live it out. You're seeing people getting beat. I, I mean, I'm seeing. I mean, I heard a story where a Muslim lady was getting harassed in the store. Another one, some lady just straight up came to her and told her she should hang herself with a scarf. That they don't belong here no more. Kids, you know, bullying kids in school, talking about how they're going to get deported and they're going to build a wall and keep y'all out of here and all these different things. Mm-hmm. Now, those people is this period. But when they see a leader who they believe shares the same values, they're going to be even more hourly with it. And that's the crazy thing they've been seeing for the last couple of days. That's why I would say Ernie Johnson on TNT right before the NBA game started, he put it perfectly. He said, I really believe that the campaign in Trump is going to be different from the presidential Trump. I believe that, too. Mm-hmm. I, I, and so yeah. I believe it's important for him for a lot of that stuff he said to go ahead and say, hey, look, you know, what was said was said. Hey, I admit, I think I said some things that were wrong. These, the actions that I'm seeing, this is not what I meant by that. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and let's try to do better, people. Let's try to follow in line. Let's try to take care of one another. Let's just try to make this country a better place, and let's try to come together. Listen, yeah. Trump probably figured he had zero to lose with this campaign he was either going to become president or he wasn't he had nothing to lose so he probably just figured i'm going to say what i want but again there's no way he's going to be able to do that um as president but back to uh you know what kurt was saying about you know all the people in school the chance and everything maybe if people would put their fucking phones down and not record it and actually say something and stand up for somebody, this world would be a That's little cool. fucking better. Put your fucking phone down. Please. Please help instead of recording. No one needs to see yeah, a not- video go viral. We'd. I personally but- would rather see someone help, in my opinion. Did I not preach that too, Ant? 
I had a post just like that. I said, hey, man, that's, we need yeah, to start stepping up and now. taking care of each other. I said, we need to start taking care of one another. You see somebody doing something like that to somebody, step in and help. Yeah, that's Step in and help. Say something. Because if you sit there and you watch that and you watch that happen, you let it happen, you just as wrong as the person who was doing yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I don't right. Damn right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, look. This is my generation, Kurt. This, this is our generation, not some of you, Bob. Sometimes I'm just embarrassed of, of the shit that, that's out there nowadays. You got people yeah. that, that are quick enough to pick up a phone and yell, war, war, uh, um, I'm sorry, I'm fucking my words up right now. World star hip hop and all that shit. Fuck you. Put your goddamn yeah. phone down and get the fuck involved. What the fuck is all this shit about having to videotape everything? Like, look, I'm gonna work the, for the fucking news. I'm not fucking uh, Peter Jennings. I'm not trying to get the scoop. You gotta get involved sometimes. Shit. You have to. Exactly. I, I can't stand seeing a video where it's six on one and one asshole is taping. Hey, asshole, how about make it six on two and give the fucking guy half a chance to not get his ass sent to the fucking hospital? You know, even Bodzilla is saying, you know, he agrees with me. How could, uh, uh, I mean, you know, it's it takes a special person not to agree that if someone's being beat down to jump the fuck in. Look, I'm not saying have a hero complex. I'm not saying... You know, oh, if shots are fired, run towards them. Absolutely not. But if you see someone being beat down and jumped, don't sit there with your fucking phone recording it like Anthony said, yelling fucking world star. Put the fucking phone down. Help the fucking guy out. Because in my opinion, if that dude does get hurt and or worse slash, you know, killed, in my opinion, that's happen. your fucking fault. You should be arrested, too. That's on you, in my opinion. <laughs> if you guys want to fucking laugh, it, it, you know, if it, it, it would be funny if it wasn't so sad. I can't even remember the video, mm -hmm. but it, it was, a like, you know, to Box's point, it was one of those situations where a guy was getting beat down and somebody, one of millions, one of thousands, I'm sure, that had their fucking phones out taping this mm -hmm. shit. And one person holding the phone had the, had the fucking gall. Somebody should help him. Somebody should call the cops. How about you, motherfucker? How about you, motherfucker? <laughs> I can't call the cops. I got I'm video rolling. I got video going. I can't call. That, 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 that shit just blew my fucking mind. Like, we're at a point now. Remember, like, a few months ago, the uh, dude, I guess the cameraman, they actually broadcasted on YouTube, mm -hmm. the newscaster that got shot on the yeah, air, yeah. the fucking cameraman. That's where we're at with this shit. Well, yeah. I'll tell you the one that really, really, really pissed me off. It was probably it was viral probably about two years ago where the some lady was uh, they were in an argument, but this lady got her ass beat in front of like her four year old kid, mm -hmm. and the four year old kid was trying to stand up and help his mother who was getting her ass kicked. If if that video doesn't break your fucking heart, then you're a heartless piece of shit, and you probably should be sent somewhere, like prison. I mean, that's a heartbreaking video. When you see a little four-year-old trying to kick a grown person that's beating up his mom, that's fucked up, dude. And there's tons of people taping it because there's different angles. Oh, yeah, I got to see different angles of that. But no one's jumping in to help this fucking woman getting her ass beat. No, 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 no. 
No one will help. And she's way smaller than the other lady, too. You know, but yeah, no one wants to help any anymore. Well, everybody just wants that viral video they can make YouTube money off of. Yeah, they just don't want to take care of each other anymore. That's just the weird part. We don't. I mean, they, they talk about you know America being great again and all of that or whatnot. Whatever happened to just having each other's back, like just looking out for each other, no matter. I don't care if you're black, white, or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you were in America, then hey, guess what? I got your back. Period. You know what? There was Period. there was one time where I mean, eh, and I guess we didn't all come together, but you almost felt like that right after nine eleven, like people were helping each other out a little bit, like people were starting yeah. to come together. And then, of course, we got all the Muslim violence back then again, but unfortunately, that was going to happen with uh, again that was going to happen regardless again yeah. there's extremists out there people who take things the wrong way take things to heart take things just just wrong so those people have issues but you know i it, it was almost like we were coming together again after 911 and then a few years go by and it's like we're all apart again. All we want to do is record, get it on Facebook. Got to get, I, oh, it's viral. I got to get viral. Oh, fuck you. You are a virus if you're doing that. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's become a bad virus. It's a fucking cancer of people not jumping in and helping out anybody. You'd rather see someone get jumped and record it? For what? A couple hundred bucks off YouTube? God damn, people, grow the fuck up. Yeah, man. I yeah, I, you know, uh, man. I, you know, I'm just I'm just getting pissed off all over. I know again, we man. we we got a little deeper than we usually do on this show, but I mean, this is I mean, you, you got to realize. Well, I mean, I'm serious. This, this is the kind of conversation. It, it's happening. You know what it needs to happen. It's happening, and there's. I mean, it's 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 what's going on right now. We're not making up shit. We're 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 stating facts, unfortunate right. facts. Yeah, and first of all, you know, to the not you guys, but to the assholes that are saying, you know, make America, you sound like an idiot. Please stop with that shit. How about make common sense a thing again? Listen, you want to where the fuck is common sense in all of this? Listen, shit? make America great again can mean a lot of things. Like I said, Trump has vowed to bring back manufacturing that would help out. That will make America great again. That'll give us a lot of jobs that we don't have. Can he do it? We don't know. There are certain things that Trump can do to, you know, quote unquote, make America great again. Having blatant racism is not going to make America great again. Yeah. No. And, uh, I, and like, you know, I, the most important thing I could say he could do is honestly, I don't know when, may, hopefully it'll be in his inaugura inauguration speech, but he basically needs to like draw a line in the sand and say, you know, I said some things that could have been misconstrued. He has to because he he worked up people. Let's be honest, he he worked up a lot of old school mm -hmm. and new school races oh, with, yeah. with his uh, rhetoric. Oh. So I oh, think yeah. he needs. To, listen, we can sit here and laugh about the whole bad ombre thing, and it was a funny thing to say. But when you really stop and think about it, it, it riled up a lot of fucking people that don't need to, that were already probably riled up. And it kind of like say, yeah, we want that guy in office. And then if they voted him in, I mean, they it's, they gonna probably feel like a little, little kind of like they gonna feel some type of way, like we voted you in, and this is how you do us. But at the same time, he needs to get that speech where he said, look, calm down, 
I said some things that could have been taken the wrong way. I'm embracing everybody. I'm letting, and he started to kind of get there with his victory speech. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he kind of keeps that momentum going. What he should do, yeah, and- he should just have that piece of ass wife come out and speak for him. Everybody will listen to that. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. But anyway, um, you know what he should do? He should- He's going to get turned. Yeah. He's going to get turned on regardless. I kind of feel for him because, like I was kind of alluding to, and also one of the biggest things he's going to have to deal with, and, you know, this country is more divided than it's ever been. To have to have to step into that and kind of try to unite everybody again. But also, like I was saying, already kind of, this is going to sound weird coming from African American, especially things you've been hearing. But me, honestly, the, the things I've heard coming out the meeting between him and President, um, former President, well, what will be former President Barack Obama, the things I've been hearing him say, and the policies I'm seeing, He's really doing a lot of good things for minorities out there. He really has a lot of good policies in place. And when he does come out and try to, you know, say, hey, yeah, I said some things, you know, in the heat of the moment in campaigning, I probably shouldn't have said and I didn't mean, hey, let's work on uniting and loving one another or whatnot. Here's some more of the policies that I want to do and here's some things that I want to get done. Mm-hmm. Those people are going to be, they ain't going to be mad at them. So now you're going to have a whole other side of people upset with Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of the stuff he was saying, campaigning, was off the cuff. He's going to be bound to a fucking, you know, read this. This is your speech. He's got, you know, the president's got a speech writer. He's going to have to stick to the fucking script. And I'm going to tell you, the first time he goes off script, they're going to yank that motherfucker off stage. Oh yeah, I think so, <laughs> dude. I wouldn't. Do it's gonna be tough for him. He is not. That is not him. I give mm. one thing. He's somebody who he likes to speak his mind right along and be off the cuff. That's just him. He, it's hard for him to do that kind of. It's hard for him to do yeah, that. Yeah, so I feel for him. I wouldn't doubt if the first time he went off the cuff and started making a fool of himself, we heard a fucking secret service bring out a gunshot get him off stage go 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 yeah that's the yeah that's one thing you kind of got to get you know give obama obviously every president has a uh, a speech writer a script writer but he was smooth whenever he give a speech never lost a beat well that's because he was listening to a beat in his head uh reading the speech that man got so that man got so I don't want him around my wife. I told my my wife, you ever bumping him, you let me do the talking, you stand behind me. I don't want him making eye I don't want him making eye contact and talking to my wife. Like, hey bro, like hey, you know. Oh shit, Obama was smooth. He really was. I I I, was I, I, I love hearing him talk. He's got that he's got that presidential cadence down pat, dude. Yeah. Trump's gonna have to get that, dude. He's gonna have to get that presidential cadence down be able to speak now, me, <laughs> the right way now, let me ask you do you guys kind of find it kind of weird that up 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 until his beef with uh obama started he was actually a democrat and then he became he's only been uh trump's only been a republican for like the past couple of years people i want people to understand this and this is the one thing me and my brother always been talking about he is a republican by kind of he ain't really donald trump is on the side of Donald Trump. On the side of Donald Trump, if there was a party named Donald Trump. He'd be running in that motherfucker. Uh-huh. Donald Trump is for Donald Trump. He ain't neither or. He ain't Democrat or Republican. If if he could have, yeah. If, if if he could have ran Libertarian and won, I think he would have. Yep. But there was no way he had to be one of the big two. It was the only only way he was going to get elected. So he had to pick one. So he did. Uh, I don't know, man. I 
I say give the fucking guy a chance, chill the fuck out, people, and just just see what happens. Just see, I don't, this protesting, I don't think, the only thing it's going to accomplish is fucking up traffic in L.A., Miami, San Francisco, wherever the fuck they're from. High school students walked out in San Francisco. Half of y'all motherfuckers can't even fucking vote. Yeah, the, the fuck? I, yeah, yeah. And once again, y'all man, wanted man. a day off. Just say no, that. Yeah. It's fucking. It's oh, fucking oh. senior skip day. We're out of here. The fuck out of here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. that's weird. I didn't even. We didn't yeah, even know what these back in the day to skip. The fuck now. Yeah, every goddamn people are using every fucking excuse to get out. But really, when I all the fucking things I see about college campuses having to do this and do that, god damn it, people, stop kowtowing to these fucking emotional pieces of shit. <laughs> if you can't handle an election. Oh my god, there's a little thing that you're not going to fucking make it through called life. You know why? Because it's full of disappointments. Full of them. You know that real good job you're going to college for? Guess what? You may not fucking get it. You may not. It happens. I mean, look, how many people go to college for shit and wind up doing something opposite of what they degree yeah, was in? Yeah, here, for all you people in fucking law school who are fucking whining about this, how's this sound? There's more There's more people in law school than lawyers because not all of you motherfuckers get jobs in your field. There you go. How's that for a disappointment? How much fucking therapy are you going to need? You can't afford it. You know why? You're working at McDonald's with a fucking law degree. That's why you can't afford therapy. Yeah, that that's just that, yeah. that's just so, I don't know, that's just insane. Nah, I mean you will always have people they're gonna kinda jump on like I said, you got some people who are seriously concerned. More specifically, you know, immigrants or whatnot. But whenever you have something like that, there's always people who kind of want to jump on the bandwagon and have the excuse to kind of lash out and that crazy or whatnot. Yeah, but, but the only thing I'm thinking is what – literally, when I see all these like, – like I said before, these colleges, these high schools, what are we preparing our kids for? Because it's not life. We're not preparing our kids for life. We're preparing our kids for like – some sort of social media delusion that we're in. Life is full of disappointments. It really is. It's full of them. That's all, most of life is not getting what you want. You know, even Mick Jagger had a song about it. You can't always get what you want. But if you try, exactly. sometimes you get what you need. Exactly. But I mean, it. It. I, I just don't understand what we are teaching our children. What are we train? I'm. I don't want to say training, but what are we building our children to fucking handle? If you can't handle an election, I'm scared for the future, dude. I am scared. Yeah, and plus, it's not. It's not a good look. All jokes aside, it's not a good look to kind of like. If 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 a junior or little Johnny or little Stephanie is sitting at home, yeah. and they're seeing daddy or mommy walk out because yeah, I didn't get my way, I didn't get my guy didn't win, so I'm going to walk out or I'm going to stage a protest. What the fuck are you teaching these kids? Yeah, 
That they're like whenever shit get rough, you just walk away. You walk away from your responsibilities because yep. you get boo boo face. Yep. Fuck you. Nah, boo boo face. And I'm face. like this, man. If you if you concerned about them, if you concerned about them, help them. Yep. Help them. Help them. Let the uh, help them. People, the people, people got legitimate concerns about them. All right, help them. What's the what's the? I mean, I hear people. You know, I'm about to move the. What kind of what kind of coward stuff is that? I'm moving. Don't do don't do that. That's that. That's whack. You gonna you gonna move? Don't do that. Help. Yeah, I mean, help. Yeah, just a lot of passion, Jesus, man. I mean, what the fuck are you yeah, gonna dude. do if your boyfriend breaks up? Are you gonna fucking leave leave the country? Yeah. I mean, or your girlfriend? I mean, what are you gonna? I mean, are you gonna leave the? Oh, I can't be around him. I have to leave school. Oh well, you're in your fucking fourth year. You're about to graduate college. What are you gonna do? Now you're gonna pull a, Mo- a Miley Cyrus and uh, post a fucking eighteen minute video crying about. Uh, well, I've accepted, you know, Donald Trump's my president. I didn't vote for him, but I've come to accept that he's the president. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. Did you see that shit? I would do do dirty things to Miley Cyrus. Oh, God. Ew. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't oh, know, man. She kind of lost it for me. Like, once she went the short haircut route, she kind of lost The bloom was off Oh, that I like the short hair. I don't know. Look, Curtis, I've admitted I like him a little dirty. You can do better, man. She built like Justin Bieber. Like you, you can do better, man. You can do better. They got the, I'm telling you right now. If they show, if they put, if they took the faces off and they put Justin Bieber's body next to Molly Cyrus's, I bet you not, uh, seven out of ten times you picked the wrong one. No, well, well one of them's going to have nicer tits than the other. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't. You pick which one. That's all I'm going to say. But I, but, I, I just man, that really that, that, that has me thinking about it though. It's good that see, I'm because I'm all like me. I think in the future tense, I'm already past this. I'm thinking about around 2018, 2019. What that's what that's gonna look like. I'm trying. I'm looking. I'm looking at these future candidates. That's what I'm thinking about. I've already got some names on the list. I'm thinking about who all. It is gonna be a free fall. I'm, I'm waiting for that. Yeah. Who? Oh my God. I hope we have like Jesse Ventura versus The Rock. That is what I'm hoping for for the next election. <laughs> wrestler versus I'm wrestler. We're gonna have this conversation we're about two or three years from now. We're gonna be talking about this and be like, "Damn, remember when we talked about that three years ago? We knew it was gonna be crazy, but goddamn, like this." Yeah, and it's like it, I don't. This opens up the floodgates now. Anybody can freaking win. Oh, no, not anybody. Listen, Donald Trump had a, you got to remember, the guy's a fucking bazillionaire. He's got bunches of money behind him. It, it, not anybody can go out there and win. If anybody could have won. You're going to need the money. You got to have that. That's first and foremost. Yeah. You got to have the money. You got to have money. You got to have a name. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. If anybody could win, Gary Johnson would be our president right now. It's real talk. Yeah. This is true. This is true. But I don't, you know, I don't know, man. Like, you know, we're talking about 2020. We're already looking ahead. Well, I just got to I just get the sense that, you know, Trump winning opens up the floodgates and we're going to get a lot of out there people campaigning, running, trying to get that Democratic nomination, trying to get that Republican nomination. All I'm saying is don't be surprised if we get some random out there people that we're not even thinking of. All, all I know is fucking Jesus Christ. If our fucking children are this upset now, imagine how upset they're going to be in you know four more years. And hey, guess what? Let's not fucking forget something. Trump could get four more years after this. 
Uh, I'm not so sure, but hey, man, I, I, I you know what? Think, I don't think so. Year three, you know what? We'll he not he ends up doing fucking uh, blowing people away and doing a good fucking job. Hey, you never know, man. You never know. Trump <laughs> could end up turning this fucking turning everything around and doing everything right. It could happen. I'm hoping yeah, and, and it and does. I, honestly, I think that's a big part. You know, I've said it. I said it earlier, but I think a big part of why he won. Is because people are just tired of the status quo. I mean, look, I look at Barack Obama, and a lot of obviously a lot of people he, the the uh, opinion on Barack is basically very much divided. <laughs> but I look at it like this: I'm going to play devil's advocate and say that when he first got elected in the office, he didn't necessarily have a lot of political experience. He was more of a senator, and it, he came he inherited a bad situation. And like his his words from his very first inauguration speech still fucking ring in my ear. I won't be able to accomplish what I want to accomplish in four years in one term. It might take two terms. And I think a lot of people were willing to give him the benefit of the doubt those first four years because he inherited a lot of bad shit. Mm-hmm. But once again, when he got reelected, I look at it like people said, okay, we gave him enough time. What the fuck is going on? But a lot of people kind of overlook the fact that, once again, even though he's president, he had to face a lot of opposition. The Congress getting shit passed. But, like, that's why I say that. Just because somebody's the president doesn't mean they can necessarily make things happen at the, at the drop of a hat. No. Obamacare took damn near his entire eight-year run in office to make happen. Mm-hmm. Damn near. Think about it. It took him about six years to get it off the ground. Now, I personally, that's where the, I started to turn on him a little bit because... I don't like the fact the P. I didn't like the fact that I agree with the concept of universal health care for everybody. I didn't like the fact that people were essentially being bullied into getting it. <laughs> right. That, yeah, that I, was, I, I wasn't feeling that. I was one. I was one of the no. people that got bullied into getting that shit. <laughs> that, that's where he. I kind of turned the corner on Obama. But besides that, I think overall he's a good dude. But I think that a lot of people underestimate how government works, or they're not educated to how the system works. It's not just a matter of this guy got elected president. And he can just instantaneously, with the snap of a finger, make things happen. Don't work like that, folks. Mm-hmm. Nah, well, oh, yeah. There's a lot of channels, protocol, and like I've said, not I mean, more powerful people who have been there a lot longer. And I don't know. I think Trump is about to get schooled in how to do this. And I wouldn't doubt by inauguration he is a different person on that stage uh, and he he better be to be honest with you he better be yeah i look i look for, i look forward to it i really do like i said he wants to he ain't cheating no wrong he wants to square he, he wants to square get a dude a chance and, and let's see what happens that's all we can do that is all we can do. I mean, protesting is going to do nothing, like I said, but fuck up traffic. That's all it's going to I mean, 20 women today it, it decided to run in the middle of the fucking highway in L.A. That's 20 less women in my bedroom. <laughs> That's a problem right there. <laughs> what a Thank waste. You, Kurt. That was like a, That was actually a nice segue in the TED Talk. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Accomplishing absolutely nothing. See? Oh shit! <laughs> hey, that's a that's 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 a decent ass in front of Trump's office there. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you are. Or do you have the uh, Mixler uh, 
Chad open Kirk. I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, because our friend over from uh, Solos Group, uh, Cordell, he had posted a. Uh, this is on his actually. Well, his Cordell! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that ain't so bad. That's not a bad ass. Yeah, his own personal page out of Chicago, it was a chick in front of uh, the Trump Towers out there in Chicago that literally had a picture of her ass taken as she flips off the Trump Tower. Yes. And she actually has not a bad no, ass. No, it's not bad at all. It, uh, it's definitely... Yeah, uh, see, the look, look, that, look, if you're going to show ass, this is the kind of ass you need to show. It's in shape, it's tone, it's tan. If, you, if you're going to show your ass, this is all I ass. I would, uh, Make sure it's looking right. I'd spank her. I would. Very hard. Watch it jiggle. Anyway. Um, all right, I'm done looking at that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I don't know, man. I think, uh, I don't know. What else y'all got before we lose our fucking minds here? Uh, I, I, I say this, man. Wait, one at a time. Yeah. That didn't mean both y'all shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> that, okay I got it. <laughs> All right. Let's say paper, scissors, rock for it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm nah, gonna win regardless. I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I mean, as far as the political talk, I think we kind of can put that to bed. I mean, I think I said all I need to say, unless you oh, gentlemen have like something I else said, to add. Like I said, we went deeper than usual, but this is a different week. A lot of things are going on. I think we, uh, I think we might have all gotten a few things off of our chest there. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think I got a few things off my chest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great rant box. Yeah, I think you're going to lead us getting a lot of extra downloads because you kind of you let loose. I, I I was surprised that you did for a minute. I, I'm just it's it's just so it's frustrating. It's infuriating, and I think the pussification of America is something we. I mean, I I, I don't know any other word for it, but it's like America is going emo and. That's not gonna fucking help. We need, I mean, we need to toughen up, you know. Yeah. So let me ask you, Box, because uh, I, you know, we've had a few protests out here in Philly. How about in Texas or even Arkansas? You, Kurt, any uh, major protests? People blocking traffic. We got one in downtown Dallas. Uh, was it bad? Was it at least peaceful? Oh, I don't know. I ain't going fucking near that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't go downtown unless I'm being paid to go to fuck downtown. Unless I'm doing Uber, I ain't going downtown. <laughs> um, nah, no protest down here. Um, we too broke to be protesting. We got work. We got to go to work, man. We got time for that. I, I don't got enough PTO to be taking off to go protest. Nothing. Yeah, um, work. I, I, that's just real talk. I'm saving that. I'm saving that PTO for my vacation next year. So I, ain't, I won't be doing that. But you know, there are people like I said, you know, who do genuinely care about you know other people and are concerned about somebody, you know. Muslim, you know, brothers and sisters and other minorities and whatnot, you know, Hispanics or whatever, because we got a, a fairly large Hispanic population down here. I'm pretty sure you do in Texas as well. So, you know, just, just concern for them or whatnot. But, you know, besides that, you know, like I say, don't you, you, look, politics is going to always be politics is always going to be here. It's going to be people campaigning that same way from now to the day I die. And afterwards. as long as we look after each other and love one another. We don't have to worry about that stuff. Look at, look, you know, take care of home first and take care of one another, and the rest of that shit won't even matter. Yep. That was nice. Well said, sir. Yes. Well said. It took five. 
Godzilla for bringing some levity with the titties. Yeah. My God. Thank God for titties. Nice. Oh, I, wait, 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 I, wait, wait, wait. I, I missed these last two. Hold on here. God damn. Oh, the girl's squeezing. I could watch that all day. Yeah. I mean, eventually, you know, I wouldn't be able to. But, oh, Jesus. Wonderful. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love it. All right. Yes. I think we should, uh, I think on that note, Anthony, you got any uh, final words uh, for primary colors or any more about anything? Primary, primary colors, go watch it. It's a good movie. Well worth seeing. And to everybody else, lighten the fuck up. Drink something. Smoke something. Fuck something. Just do whatever, whatever you need to do to just calm the fuck down. And chill out and just realize that it is what it is. See what the man's going to do in office. And then until then, e- even if you don't like what's going on, it's not much you can do to change it. Just accept it and move the fuck on with life because life keeps on going. There you go. I like it. There you go. Life keeps on going. Toughen up, people. Take care of each other. Stop recording. Jump in every now and then. And uh, on that note, you guys know where you can find us right here on Mixer.com slash THD Podcast. Check out our Facebook, THD Movie Review. Check the same thing out, you know, everywhere. Uniformed everywhere. Twitter, YouTube, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio. And always check us out here, 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Once again, Mixer.com, THD Podcast, THD Movie Review. Anthony. See you later. Curtis, thanks for calling in. Thank you, man. No problem. All right. That's it. We are out of here. Later.